And a very good evening to everybody, and welcome to one of our Spiritualism Lyceum evenings coming to you from the Paul Christian Spiritualist Church. This is in a series of evenings where we discuss all things appertaining to the movement of spiritualism. We've got, you know, I, I say this week in, week out, and I do always mean it. We've got wonderful guests, wonderful people that help us out. We've got a gentleman tonight who I've become very, very fond of over the last 18 months of knowing him online and actually having the, the privilege of meeting up once in person in Scotland. We have Mr. Frederick Hagland talking to us tonight from his home in Sweden. Frederick is a certificate holder with the SNU. Uh, he is a CSNU and a teacher. So, and those little initials represent many, many years of ardent study and work to attain them. Frederick, sir, good evening. Good evening, Lawrence, and thank you very much for having me here and uh, for the wonderful introduction as well. It's always a pleasure to to have a chat with you, and it's always a good laughter and joyful time. Well, we, we hope that that will continue through the evening. A very good evening to everybody joining us. I see numbers are going up out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we do welcome questions throughout the course of the next hour. Uh, if you can just type them into the comments box. Little bit of advice, something I didn't realize till the other day. Apparently, comments on my page may not show up on the screen. So if your comment isn't read out, please, you're not being censored. It is just I can't see them. I see we're being joined tonight. Lovely Phil Shaw, Susan Brown. Oh, we have a rogue in from Denmark. We have another Viking. We could end up having an invasion tonight if we get one more. Oh, yes, there we go. There's another Viking just come in the room. Yeah. Oh, and another. Oh, loads of them. So, I think there is a lot of Scandinavian people tonight, Lawrence. Indeed. How wonderful. Yeah. How wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, the topic, I get very led uh, by the energies and the thoughts and conditions and what I hear from other people. And tonight I was inspired to bring in um, this topic of cooperation. Now, it's a pretty broad sword, uh, that work. Yeah, we, we all cooperate with each other, so everything's lovely. And thank you, everybody, and good night. It, it's got a lot of levels, a lot of levels. Um, obviously, the one primarily is the cooperation between us as working mediums, be it whatever field, be it our healing mediumship, our philosophy, our trance, physical, evidential, doesn't matter. It's all mediumship. The cooperation that we've got to strive and maintain and build between the two worlds. Frederick, sir, when you first embarked, I know from previous talks that mediumship was part of you from an early age, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, but when we started on that development call, how did you find that process of building that bond between you and those who were with you, the understanding, so that the evidence, the communication can flow. How did you uh, find that process with yourself? I think um, <clears throat> it is important for how you have as a teacher, the confidence of the teacher and how they teach you and also how, how confident they are within themselves. Because if you have, have a teacher who don't want your student to grow and don't want no one to become better, than, than the teacher is, then then you're totally lost because you won't have the the upbringing, the, the strength and the power that you need to grow. And I mean, we are all on a different journeys and, and to to be able to work, you need to have the cooperation as, you, as you're talking about, but you also need to have those who believe in the work, work you are doing. So therefore, if you go back from the beginning, I think when, when it started, if you're finding a tutor or a teacher, it has to be someone who is not afraid to allow someone else to grow above. Most definitely, most definitely. And preferably, though not in all cases, but preferably somebody who's got a demonstrable history to them. Um, or quite often <clears throat> we've seen instances where people may have had all the best intentions of the world, but lack the actual 
maybe knowledge, experience to guide and coach people because that those first days when we're getting that link in with spirit, when we're building those bridges and when we're finding out our own abilities, they, they can be very perilous days and it's very, very easy to uh, um, dash the hopes of somebody or maybe encourage the more baser instincts of people, uh, the ego and feeding that. It's a very fine time. You've got to have that discipline uh, with students and within the circle environment as well. The discipline to get the point over without coming over as, um, you know, too oppressive. And also allowing that growth, but just guiding and nudging from the sides. And, and it is in those very... I would always say the first 18 months, two years, based on my experience of development as a medium, there's a lot going on. There is, I remember my partner at the time dragging me out of the pub, and not for the first time, um, <laughs> dragging me out of the pub <laughs> because Lawrence had had one too many sherbets, and this new thing that he'd found in himself started working with people in the pub and giving messages, a hand on heart, because it was new. It was wonderful. It was, you know, something I wanted to share. And, of course, the alcohol uh, blurred the edges slightly. And he, <laughs> for not being a spiritualist, he gave me the best spiritual advice ever. He said, you only work when you're in circle and when you make a date with spirit and no other time. And coming from a non-spiritualist, I went, oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. This the theme of the uh, cooperation. Do you find sometimes, um, Frederick, with people, their thoughts of the spirit world are not engaging as we are dealing with intelligent beings. We are conversing with people as we are conversing tonight. We are separated by thousands of miles between us, mm -hmm. but we can have this conversation. Likewise, with our mediumship, our development, we've got to work to get to this standard and this ability to be able to talk to those who work with us from the life between lives mm -hmm. and have this two-way conversation about things. I mean, I would, yeah. I mean, I would say most definitely because if you, if you take a church, for example, uh, where, where you need to have the cooperation because when you, when you do a divine service or, or a service, you have the people who are uh, who giving out the, the song sheets, you have the people who are doing the tea room, you have the chairman and you have the healers. But it's, it's so common, unfortunately, that uh, you see the medium is the medium, the healer is the healer. You don't see the cooperation in between them because it's we and them. And and even so, if the healing, if, if the healers do an amazingly good job, it's it's still the medium who get all 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 the 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 credit for 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 the service. But if if not everyone was there together, there wouldn't be any service. So therefore, you need to have the basics cooperation and the foundation and having an understand the the equal importance of each and every one as well. It doesn't matter if you are the best medium in the world if you don't have a supportive team behind you and around you who have an understanding that everyone is equally important and we are we are all needed to be there indeed indeed um and it, it's very pertinent as well that you've touched on there but talking about the healers within our churches and centers because many people you know the i always said with my character being an evidential medium suits me because I get that instant, up until last Thursday, I get that instant um, response of yes or no, whereas a healer continues to heal, continues to heal, continues to heal, trusting and in that working in that knowledge that healing is being given according to the need. It may not be what we want to see, but healing is there also. But going a step 
slightly beyond that as well. And I agree wholeheartedly, you know, the um, especially in the UK, our services have become very based on who the medium is. And then the trickle down effect from that is what people think of them. You know, are they Hollywood enough for some people, which mm. is very sad, very sad in our movement. Um, but also the congregation as well. I often say here at Paul, you know, this service today, you've not come to watch us on the platform. You've come to build this service because every part of this service is built on the energies that you have brought into here. So each and every service is unique by that collaboration and cooperation between those present, be they working, be they giving off, be they receiving. It matters not. Each one is equally as important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, and then also, how do we welcoming people in, in this movement as well? How, how do we look into the need of people who are coming in and seeing us? Um, are we too busy to just sit down and, and uh, having a word with the new people who are coming into the church or coming into the center? We might know the reason why they are there, but just for us to be there and, and open up ourselves to, to just give them a word or just see them and, and start to speak to them that might do everything for them and then you might have someone who shows their interest in, in what you are doing and become a wonderful healer or or the best baker baker in 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 the center as well so and and therefore everything started with, within yourself and everything started with the first thought that you're taking when you're seeing people and when when you're reaching out to the people and then i'm not sure if that the right word is cooperation there but 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 it has to be where where everyone is seen as well and where we work together as one because it's not helpful for for anyone if we're working just as an individuals i mean we are individuals but we also are a part of a bigger puzzle the bigger life where, where we are meant to work together, where we are meant to help and support each other. Indeed. And yeah. cooperation is a very good word for that because the yeah. the building of the teams within our churches and centres, the inherent energy there is that cooperation between everybody. Um, I'm very fortunate. I have a wonderful team of people who do what I call meet and greet. Mm -hmm. And they are there from the second the door opens, they'll give a smile, a welcome, they'll try and recognize, you know, if they know a name, use the name, if it's somebody they don't recognize, we'll ask that question at your first time mm -hmm. here, bring them into the church, show them where the water is, show them where the toilet is, mm -hmm. um, maybe sit them with other people, uh, we've got some wonderful people in the congregation, we're more than happy for somebody new to come and sit with them so they don't feel alone and isolated. Mm -hmm. But all of that is built on that cooperation, which comes from the top and goes right the way through every aspect that we do. We do see, sadly, in our movement, um, it, it's good to be individual. Uh, we've all got, you know, if uh, you and I were working on the platform, our style of mediumship would be different. Yeah. But because we are unique, <clears throat> but we are doing the same work. Mm -hmm. Our presentation, our style, whatever. Um, those of you, I don't know, many out there have seen Frederick actually work, and I hold him very high esteem with his mediumship. It's absolutely superb. So I would never get on a platform with Frederick. <laughs> so <laughs> where is the cooperation? I'll, I'll be rooting for you from the back. Yeah, yeah you go, Frederick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 thank you for your kind words, Lauren. But but also, if you see, since since this pandemic came and we get used to using Zoom and all the internet facilities. I mean, most people have reached out to new connections as well, to new friends, people that you would never have met in, in, in real life because it's the far distance between them. I mean, people who open the door for, for your kind of work and also become friends with you and, and you feel the connection with them is true and honest and we're working from the same ground 
and we are there to help and support each other. It also gives an opportunity to, to share demonstration together online, to work together and share experience and bringing people to us as well. Because when, when you open up, you're reaching different kind of people and, and then they have the cooperation again where, where you're reaching out and helping and supporting people. People who might not have been interested in this, but because of how you speaking, of how you're working, there is something that resonating with them. And, and then when you hear someone speaking philosophy, there's something in the words, something in the vibration who touch those who hear what you are saying. Mm -hmm. So when, when we add everything into this, we see, we're seeing the bigger picture as well. And then we understand the importance of this and also understand the importance of being who you are and share this energy with each and every one as well. So it is, it is a cooperation all the time. Indeed, indeed. And it's one of these um, areas, one of these energies that we maybe not acknowledge so much. But at this time, I mean, one of the big lessons of this time is the fact uh, how deeply we are all linked, not just in our own communities, but much further afield as well. And is by working in that area of cooperation, not going in to prove you're a better medium than somebody else, or I'm a better speaker than that person, or, you know, my God's bigger than your God, and all, you know, we're, we're seeing through that this time. We're just seeing that, the, you know, the bond and the bringing together in the one cause, you know, to prove that evidence of the continuity of life in its many, many, many facets and how that impacts us here today. Uh, I've seen some beautiful collaboration. I love, um, the other night I was very pleased to see Frederick and Stephen Trolland and... Louise Meenhart. Louise Meenhart work together. And it was beautiful. It really was the whole energy between everybody on there, even in this virtual arena. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic to see that happen and grow. Over the last few years, the people that have been so kind um, coming on and giving their time to these uh, programs coming out of culture, again, the cooperation, you know, these things don't just happen. They start with an idea, an inspiration, the right name crops up, you start talking, you build that, and then it come it culminates in this time together to share those ideas. And you, you really value that and you really put that trust in people as well. I've I've got people I have a huge list. I'm gonna have to buy a camper van and just drive around uh, the UK, Europe and America to meet up <laughs> with all these wonderful people. We have a comment here from the lovely Phil Shaw. The aggregate energy of the congregation is absolutely paramount to the successful link between us as mediums and spirit. Having the antennae to connect with this energy determines the level of spiritual and physical amalgamation, and I would be much less able to work effectively and constructively without it. Very true, Phil. Very true. Yeah, very true. Uh, and this, this is something I think that we have um, maybe as a movement not acknowledged so much in the past. I am very much one for getting the congregation involved in spiritualism. You know, this is not a five-minute show. This is not something to wow and amaze you. So next week you can come back and be wowed and amazed again. You know, if, you, if you're interested in spiritualism, present it in its different facets and make people, not make, that sounds wrong, but give people that opportunity to understand that their presence is valuable. They are not a bystander. They are not an onlooker. They are part of this process. They are part of the gathering. Each service is that unique energy built on and provided by that cooperation Spirit world will inspire people to be here. You know, I've often, well, I was sat at home and I suddenly thought, oh, I'll go to church today. <laughs> All right. I wonder where that came from then. <laughs> but it, it's building on that bigger truth, that bigger knowledge, uh, that without these uh, understandings and acknowledgement of the cooperation that goes on, 
our movement would probably be a little bit lacklustre, uh, a little bit um, unprofessional, a little bit without the love, because so many people give give of themselves just through the love, just through the joy of communion, be it like this virtually, be it in-house, uh, even down to your own level, just sitting there yourself, sitting in the power, receiving that understanding. So beautiful. Thank you very much for that comment, Phil. And today as well, you have so much opportunities to choose from. And when, when you're searching for something today, I mean, many people are very, very sensitive as well. And you go through lists and see, oh, where is there any development? Where is there any demonstrations or, or something to do with the spiritual today? There is a kind lady who do this on Facebook and posting the services and developments every day. And, and, and her name is Veronica Jenkins. And, and mm. the, there you can see exactly where you feel drawn drawn to go and this wouldn't be possible with, with, without this this wonderful uh, it technology and where, where you can choose where you want to go and what you would like to do indeed veronica uh, yeah. jenkin <coughs> sorry and, frederick uh, yeah and when you're looking at this there is always something who stands out something that you can look forward to something that you're nurturing your soul at this moment in time Tomorrow might not be the right day to go there, but today, because there is something who will be said today that bringing you forward to your next step and something where you can develop from as well. Indeed, indeed. And for those of you who may not be aware, Veronica Jenkins runs Facebook page, mm -hmm. online uh, spiritualist church services. Every day for the last two years, this lady has put together this enormous list of churches who's on where what time links if available and everything and just done that it that is her that is her mediumship i mean through veronica's page i'm sure every church that has been on there has benefited uh, because of all those links being posted out there and again veronica is not duty bound she's not paid to do this she does it because that is her mediumship, that is her cooperation between the two worlds to guide and inspire people. You know, the message is not always one about a close family relative. The message is we are one, we are linked, and through an understanding and unleashing that power of spirit within, there is nothing that we cannot achieve. And I think that is the most beautiful thought for spiritualism. And I mean, if you see the mediumship and the spirituality as a school class, I mean, there's different classes, there's different topics for each and every one of us. And we are not meant to be best in, in any of it. We, we are meant to be good and continue to develop. And then we are meant to meet other people where we can help and provide with, with our knowledge and with our understanding and, and allow them to grow because this the energy we're working with is is not belonging to one person and therefore when you have a student and you're working with a teaching why would you hold on your understanding and your knowledge to yourself i mean your understanding and your knowledge is there and you have gathered it to to be able to share it later on within your journey and when you have an understanding of that, your own development and your own progression will go much faster and quicker as well. Because even, even if I would have been your student, Lawrence, and, and I and put notice in everything that you were teaching and how you were teaching it, and, and, I will, and I will say exactly the same thing as you do, it wouldn't be the same teaching as yourself anyway. So what I try to say is we are not able we shouldn't keep all the all the understanding and the knowledge for ourselves it, it's there to share it with, with other people and support them in their journey in the way we hopefully were supported ourselves and definitely definitely information and knowledge is not uh to be coveted and kept it is to be shared and disseminated where it is appropriate um, I love the cooperation, collaboration in the spirit teams. I became very much aware that my doorkeeper had changed rather abruptly. And I was like, why is this? 
and I approach it probably from that human side of going, when I said, why is this? The unsaid words were, who are you and what are you up to? <laughs> yeah. But being human, you never say that. You go, why is this? But the answer came straight back and said, at this time, you need this energy around you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. I love that. I absolutely mm. love that, that my team have got my back up there uh, and they can see that little bit clearer than we can and just shift these energies around to suit the need because you're doing the work. It's yeah. beautiful. And then as you're giving of yourself to other people, then you're reaching, then you then you are supported and, and are receiving much more yourself as well. Hugely, hugely. Yeah. So you with, 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 with this cooperation in the way um, we come across people, we see people, we see vulnerable people, and we might not understand their journey, but just being who we are, we are also able to get their input of how to heal and how to support themselves and finding the right person for the person in need. Because we might not be able to help everyone that, that we see. And some people shouldn't have any any consultations from a medium because they need to see a professional person. So therefore, your network should including all kinds of people with, with a corporation where, where there is no jealousy, where, where you actually have the support of each and every one as well. Because when you're finding the balance and really understand we are here to help and support each other, the, the negative ego won't be there because it will be in positivity and, and love. Yeah, yeah, I could not agree more there, Frederick. And also this um, this fellowship, this band of cooperation needs to be, in, in my opinion, uh, reflected much more deeply within our churches and centres. We tend to see, um, here in the UK, by the way, people who are watching may not be aware of this, the UK has a great amount of spiritualist churches. If you were to travel abroad, Frederick, in uh, Sweden, how many spiritualist churches are there? Um, I think, to be true and honest, I think we might have one. We have a few associations in Sweden, but uh, we don't have any. We might have one real spiritualist church, but that's all. Yeah. There's an example, everybody. You know, if you go into Europe, spiritualist churches are few and far between, even or non-existent whatsoever. In the UK, we have a huge plethora. Last week's guest, the lovely Arisha, was pointing out a geographical area on the south coast, the Torbay area, where you have 10 churches and centres in a very small area. And as we continue to emerge into this no new post-COVID world, uh, I think a message which has been very strong and it is up to the churches and centres to listen to it or not, it's entirely up to them, is to start cooperating with each other and start, you know, looking at things going, oh, well, okay, if you're going to focus on that side of it, then maybe we will shift our attention to another side of it. Or if you're going to put on a really big weekend that weekend, that's fine. We won't do anything other than the norm. And then we will have our weekend following that because, you know, this this isn't a competition. Uh, and sadly, sometimes you do see it between churches, centres, associations. It turns into this contest and it's like, I don't know who you're competing with because you're not competing with us, but it's self-defeating. Uh, again, as I say, the new energies that we're finding ourselves surrounded by um, at these times is that heavy, heavy message about we are all linked. Everybody is linked, no matter where they are in the world, no matter which world they're in, they are linked and we need to acknowledge that we need to embrace that and work with that rather than who are they they don't know what they're talking about we're all going to get people in our life where you just think do you know what actually your energy and my energy at this time really are not compatible and that's fine you know god bless but we need to leave this um 
togetherness alone at this time and maybe who knows in the future but yeah the frederick that's right uh, i mean i totally agree with you because i mean i haven't seen all the churches in in uk or or scotland i've just seen a few of them but but most of the people who are sitting in the committees has been sitting there far too long and refused to giving up their spaces and when they went into the committee themselves it wasn't looking in the same way as, as it does now and for the churches who have young the younger generation of committee members they will see it from a different perspective they will see and understand the way you are talking about but then when you have the the elderly generation in the committee they would refuse to work with other churches because they will see other churches as a competition uh, and ma many cities and, and, and many towns has both independent churches christian churches uh, and snu churches uh, and and those people there was people for each and every one of the churches but now after the covid the lacking of people because people have have still have still had the need to look for spiritualism mediumship so they have went online to see whether they can find it in the best way so when they, when all this goes back the church is fighting against something new so therefore what you bring up Lori, is so important there has to be the cooperation and collaboration between the churches to have an understanding of how, how to continue if they want to survive yep and it, it is <clears throat> as you quite rightly say frederick it is as raw as that we are talking about the survival of a lot of these churches and centers a lot were forced to shut because uh, lacking their own premises they were at the will of landlords and we fully get that a lot of them were because the committee has shown up so this time has shown a lot of frailties in our systems everywhere in our supply chains and our governments and our health care but bringing it back into the spiritualist movement the um committees were in the main the um preserve of uh, elderly people and this is not being disrespectful anybody watching now or later i'm not ever disrespectful uh, i fully get it because our life was so busy to try and get younger people onto a committee and things did prove difficult but one of the frailties was where these committees had let's see uh sometimes not in every case sometimes though committees of churches can build a, a wall of orthodoxy around them and then it becomes so high they can't see out the other side and that is sad because spiritualism is about life it's not about talking to the dead it's about making sense of life today and it's a, through that energy it's an ongoing evolution of life it keeps a pace we have to keep a pace with life outside of the door if we're ever going to be of appeal to the various generations in our own countries we've got to have a difference of approach we've got to have a difference of attitude i'm not saying drop the standards by any means we still keep the basic tenant of our standards there the presentation may change the, uh, the way we work may change but again that energy does need to come from the committees and sometimes sometimes everybody um i've been aware of committees near and far that actually become a little bit toxic uh because you get somebody coming into a committee with new ideas and new freshness and it's sort of like uh everybody rounds on them you know, I, I would love to see a thing with committees that it becomes standard that you have somebody called a development manager or something like that on a committee. And their whole purpose is to look, source and bring in fresh approach, new ideas, new things to happen within a church and to be given a voice. That is mm -hmm. very important. And to be given a voice and to work with that cooperation from the rest of the committee, because otherwise things to stall yeah yeah i totally agree with you and, and then if you see most of the churches they're not thinking outside the box they're not doing anything online and they're not keeping their own congregation or their own audience 
even so if it's online I, I totally I get it and totally understand not everyone are comfortable to be on zoom not everyone has a computer or even has internet but th there is always an opportunity and if the churches has would have um development manager they would have suggested for example to have a charity night for, for the church collecting five or six of, of their regular mediums who who are well known in the area and ask them please would you like to do a charity event because the church needs money and i can assure you all the mediums who who are comfortable to work on zoom would have said yes definitely 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 we have opportunities in this new world some of them uh not every opportunity is going to appeal to everybody there's a few things going on i just think mm, i'm not comfortable with that but there are these opportunities and as i say and when we tap into that core energy of what we are about as spiritualists it's about movement it's about life it's about expansion of knowledge it's about expanding how we interact not only with our church community but the community in the area also uh we are a very charitable church here and we've worked tirelessly over the last four years having events to support um ex-forces breast cancer an orphanage out in brazil and different things like that and i'm not bragging here to me that's what religion spiritualism christianity whatever you want to you know brand me as it doesn't matter i don't i'm not fussed but it's about working with other people it's about offering that hand of assistance and taking that's a lesson i've got to learn taking the hand of assistance <laughs> that is my lesson i've still not learned it i apologize <laughs> it is and it's about you know as the old bible say as you give so shall you receive and it is so true it is mm -hmm. so true because if you can just help the church or someone else to give a messages or, or give give of your time that's the, that's a wonderful cooperation and you're helping and supporting some someone else and that's that's a major part within mediumship and spirituality as well because no matter where you meet people it's always about healing and make someone else to feel better. And that's that's your cooperation with the spirit world as a medium or a healer. And then then you should bring it on to, to the person you see. Indeed, indeed. A little comment there from Christina. I believe it's in Stockholm. Correct me if I'm wrong, Christina. Due to Zoom, I can visit spiritualist churches in the UK, which is fantastic. And that is awesome. And I mean, if you look at the gathering energy, uh, the snowball effect, which energy tends to accumulate, where we are making contact so much now with people all over Europe, hopefully that's going to bring in that groundswell energy of these people saying, well, why can't we have a church here? What do we need to do to have a church here? You know, it's lovely to be able to switch on the TV or the computer or whatever and join in. I know lovely Jack, who's in the room today, has been a lot of work um, to get Christy, no, rephrase that, spiritualism <laughs> recognized as a religion in Denmark, which will open the doors to be able to have churches using the title of churches. So hats off to Jack, but through this time, through this reaching out to people, it's been inspirational, both receiving inspiration from people and people getting that inspiration back from being able to join in in this way, in their, in their beloved way of life, which is spiritualism. Yeah. Questions are very slow tonight. <laughs> yeah. We speak too much, Lawrence. I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. I do. But, I live I mean, on my own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I see it from my point of view here as well, I mean, Please. I have been lucky and fortunate to have the opportunity to be to be in so many churches and uh, and, and working as well and meeting so, so many lovely people and also have the cooperation. I mean, I was in Wimbledon, thanks to Phil, who is on tonight. Uh, thanks to him, he invited me to Wimbledon uh, for in, in the lovely church. And, and it gave me such a new experience as well where you where you're sitting in your own home you're working with a real congregation in the church and you're working on online at the same time it's just amazing how everything works together and it's it's 
is just so brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and the same when you do all this charity events for, for all the, all the places who need support and help. Indeed. It, Indeed. Yeah. It's just, it's just wonderful. Yeah. And again, it's all based on that collaboration, that cooperation between people. The, I remember here when we were having the um, streaming uh, put in, I, I had to learn sound patterns on micro, uh, microphones and things like that, and other people were inputting their parts of it. It was a huge effort, uh, but we finally got there. And again, it's just on that cooperation. It's having those people to call upon. Uh, it's having that rapport with people as well that you know um that you can send a message you know have you got time for a chat and do a quick video called lovely again i don't keep talking about him the lovely jack who's in the room today has been a huge support to me over mm -hmm. the last couple of years because i can go to him and just say listen this, this is bothering me or i've had this or whatever and it's not about my development as a medium it's it's about my development as a person uh it's about yeah. my you know link with the spirit i'm aware that i'm talking far too much and i'm trying to stop i do apologize <laughs> don't worry it's lovely to listen to you and, and your experience Lori. so <laughs> so if anybody well, out there has got any questions or any comments they'd like to make please input them because i thought the screen was frozen there um but yeah the as i say as we now come out into and continue evolving and of course different countries even in the uk scotland ireland wales england have got different restriction levels going on and everything but as we all are slowly starting to re-emerge from this time uh a little bit like the butterfly you know, that's what I'd like the energy to feel like. Not getting back to normal, because to be quite honest, I don't want the old normal. There are aspects of the old normal <laughs> that we're not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, totally true. But but no matter what, I think um, there will always be a need for for the online services, the Zoom room, and things like that. And and when I started my my spiritual journey, I'm started uh with the snui and and that was quite funny because it was on that time where it didn't have any camera it was just the microphone you hear the voice and it was a wonderful way because you really learn to trust the spirit world mm. you couldn't see who you're working with it was just a voice but then you were in tune to the spirit world and and you really need to trust and then when you have when you have worked from from that base where where you didn't saw people, it was just a boring room where everyone was logged into, and and it was the host who put on the microphone. You weren't able to put on the microphone yourself, and then to see from that point to where we are today, it's just amazing. It's it's like day and night. Very true. That that must have been actually. Uh, that must have been very interesting because there is one of the little techniques that we can use in development circles for mediumship where the, me the trainee medium is either blindfold or back to the room yeah. so they can't see who they're working with to keep building that trust, that uh, cooperation between yourself and the spirit world. Uh, but, yeah, that's really interesting, just the voice, because yeah. another spin-off of this time is the rise of podcasts as well. Mm -hmm. And we convert a lot of our talks, as we will tonight, over to a podcast format. And I was listening to a few the other day, and I thought, I get it. I understand now. We have the visuals tonight, which is love. It's always a pleasure to see your smiling face, Frederick. You know that. Likewise. Um, and your wonderful <laughs> piano. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me to play. People pay me to oh, play your things. <laughs> However, with the podcast, because they are only audible, you actually take it in on a different level, which I found yeah. quite fascinating, that we have these talks uh, and we get a lot out of it. But when we revisit them, just listening to the voice, we actually just go in a little bit deeper into that. And some, you know, some things really resonate much more vibrantly than they did maybe when you got audio visual, as we're working mm -hmm. with now. Yeah. So, yeah, um, uh, very interesting. And true and honest, Laurie, I think that's the same with everything who is on audio, because if, if you have a private sitting and you have the private sitting recorded, 
when, when you're listening to the private sitting, there's things who is said on the recording that you ever that you haven't heard the medium said. And then and then next time you listen to it, there will be something new who, who caught your interest. And and so even if your private reading is only a half an hour, the intelligence of what has been said is what you need at this moment in time is what, what you connecting to in, in, in the in the reading. And then a year after or half year after, you might feel the intention to, to listen to, to the reading again, because there is something new the spirit world wants to put your intention to. And this wouldn't be possible if, if it wasn't a recording. It's not about to see, see the other person or anything. It's just to hear the words and feeling the energy from the power of the words. Very true. Very true. I, I did smile there because you can tell the, the seasoned medium such as Frederick is, and he said, just a half an hour private sitting. And then you come to a medium like myself and you think, half an hour? <laughs> How am I going to feel that? <laughs> That's easy peasy. <laughs> Lovely Eva. Eva, good evening, my darling. You're such a wonderful lady. Uh, she's saying, I wouldn't have managed my developing without Zoom and all the church's events on Facebook. And I'm so thankful for all the lovely souls I've met so far. Well, I, I assume that uh, Frederick and I are included in that. So thank you. But if not, I'll cut you off. <laughs> Eva is an absolute delight. She's a lovely lady. And I've got a lot of time and respect for her, Eva. Bill thank Shores you for your kind words, Phil. Sorry. And now I said thank you for the kind words, Phil. Yeah. Phil Shaw just saying we're delighted to welcome you at Wimbledon, Frederick, and participate in your lovely service. Unfortunately, uh, our timing at Paul and Wimbledon coincide, and with all the best will in the world, <laughs> I may not catch up, but I did catch up with your service. And as always, Frederick, wonderful. Thank you. So, we're talking about cooperation. How are we going to build it? So, you know, so where Lawrence, riffs? <clears throat> Lawrence, do you mind if I ask you questions? Go on, then. How, yeah. How would you suggest people who are new into this area with mediumship or spirituality to, to develop and, and come together in the best way as, as a... As a um, collaboration or, or when we work together interesting um i'm not used to being put on the hot spot but yes absolutely very good question it dependent on uh what area of their spirituality they want to understand i think the first step always uh with any form of development whatever field we're looking to develop in is based more on that self-awareness is finding out about you uh, I think that is a cornerstone in our movement because we do, through online mediumship, televised mediumship, stage show mediumship, um, it can be misconstrued of, oh, I want to do that because I want my 15 minutes of fame. We need to understand the fundamentals of why, what it's about, and going deeper again down on another level I think we need to understand the fundamentals about ourselves, where we are, where we're coming from. And I mean, these can be achieved either on Zoom, as lovely Eva's just demonstrated, her progression has gone on using Zoom, or within the churches and centres across the land to start to develop the first of all, looking into that self-awareness and getting that understanding of you and where you're coming from and what's going on with you. Uh, because that is your foundation. Everything you do will be built on that ground. Mm. So yeah. I would advise anybody coming into this, you know, be open to self-awareness, gaining that understanding of yourself and gaining an understanding too of what spiritualism is about. Um, to me, another huge, huge aspect to spiritualism is that every time we work within this energy, we are acknowledging the presence of the divine, of the God force. So God, whatever your understanding is, 
that everything has come from that source. So it's starting to broaden out. So we start off with ourselves. That is our keystone. Then start to understand how we are with the spiritual world, our spiritual aspects, and build and build and build and build upon that. So it's a bit of a fulcrum moment, but I think very important. We see people coming into development circles, uh, healing circles, who lack you know and this is this is not a snobbery thing this is not uh i know more than you thing by any means because every time i teach i learn something which i think is beautiful yep. same here yeah yeah um but yeah it's finding out about us first and foremost and it's not a selfish act whatsoever it's fundamental in where we're going from here. And then, as I say, understanding the broader concepts of spiritualism, spirituality, understanding the different guises it comes under, uh, understanding where they may fit in with your framework. I've met some beautiful, absolutely beautiful shamanic healers who won't go to a spiritualist church, which I think is a bit odd because you're working in the spirit realm. But that's fine. Mm -hmm. absolutely fine that's your path that's where you want to go that suits you fits your energies and the work is you know it's always let people be known by their deeds yeah not by their work I <clears throat> no i totally agree with you it has to start with, with ourselves, as as we said said before so and i can see jason has brought something very interesting as well in, in the chat yes jason hello jason how are you You've been commenting on the wrong stream. Have you kept your cat away from the computer, Jason? Do we not think the move to Zoom, which was led from the bottom of the movement upwards, an excellent example of cooperation and modernization? Frederick, sir, you first. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I would say so, because uh, there is so much we have learned by, by doing this online and, and over Zoom and other platforms like, uh, like StreamYard, as we are on tonight. So there has been a learning curve through this as well. Uh, and the cooperation between this and what we are doing on Zoom and on the online platform has just been amazing. But again, it has to start with yourself and you have to understand the importance of the work you are doing and also that you are that you want to do it. Uh, and you're feeling the pull from the spirit world who is, who is there to help and support you no matter on which platform you're working on definitely definitely and a comment there and i agree wholeheartedly again from jason is saying also think amory bond and nathan paul and their assembly nights are an excellent example of modern spiritualism <clears throat> yeah we had uh, the lovely amory bond with us a little while back uh, in celebration because again he's it's it's a new form of modern spiritualism. I like that phrase, Jason. I may I may use that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it is it's teaching us uh, different aspects that it is not come in, sit down, wait for a message, go home. Come in, sit down, wait for a message, go home. You know, we want to engage with people, and we want the people to engage with each other um, and come together and like every family yeah we have highs yes we have lows mm. again it's another facet of our development and understanding to handle these times um so yeah great opportunities great opportunities there the lovely jack oh look out <laughs> this is for you frederick <laughs> yeah so, Frederick, <laughs> when um, you start to work for the recognition of spiritualism in Sweden, it is in Norway and probably soon in Denmark, and I believe that it could be a strong Nordic Yeah, I believe that. A uh, strong Nordic movement in coordination. You've been given I your think, orders. Yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be true and honest, Jack, I think uh, spiritualism is already recognized um, as a religion in Sweden, but... Uh, unfortunately, uh, in Sweden, as in many other countries, uh, we are not working together. And um, those associations working very much for themselves and, and preaching themselves for the highest and the good. And there is no cooperation in between them 
which is which is pity and sad. Uh, every one of them has their own understanding of the seven principles, uh, the basis of, of uh, mediumship and spirituality, and, and they teach in their own way. So, if you go to one one weekend, you will have you've been taught in one way, and then if you go to to another one, you will be taught the opposite. So it's just it's just a chaos, and 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 just using the word religion in in sweden is just uh, dramatic as well due to what's happening around the world and then when you're talking about religion in sweden at this moment in time people are, are to be true and honest to say fed up with, with the negativity and war and and people behaving in a very very bad way so if people really truly believed in what religion is is, is another word for, for love because the true essence of religion is, is another topic to talk about but the, yeah. but the true essence of religion is love and it's not in the way it's presented today where where people killing each other for who's believing in what i mean the most important is that you have a belief not not that you're killing each other because if we were meant to kill each other here we would have been born with, with a gun or, or a pistol or or something so that's not the purpose we are here to support and help each other and then it doesn't matter what you call your god um which name you, you're using for god because there is one and and there is one religion and the one religion has different names and that's my belief and my and my thought about it and no matter what you believe the core point of religion is about love yeah well well answered well answered and it does bring into play yet another um aspects of these times you know we have it is quite predominant here in the uk the thing about religion and churches when you start using those words you can see people sort of like glaze over yeah. um but it, to me it is all about semantics you know i go to various churches because i enjoy going there uh and mm. as simple as that i go to various centers because i enjoy going there mm. i don't let the words put me off i find out what they actually do behind the doors yeah. i need to answer jack uh jack's second question here uh, about is it recognized with the seven principles there we go um everyone understand and recognize the seven principles in their own way not as they done in uk uh, of course they understand it in different way but they, they keep the main focus and the main core of the seven principles but here they translate the seven principles in, into swedish uh, and it's it's totally opposite meaning of it and and it's a very very bad translated version of it so it, it's it's not making sense right <clears throat> yeah thank you jack thank you um yeah we i think we need to let go of the semantics of words um and let go of the positive and negative things that we can sometimes attach to certain words but as i say it we should all be known by our deeds not by our words by our actions not what yeah. we said um christina i would love to have more spiritualist churches in sweden spiritual centers there's not much prayer or singing which i would think enhance a contact with the spirit world yeah again um i as a medium prefer a divine service where we have a we, we exercise all the aspects of spiritualism in that mediumship moment with the philosophy with the reading with the prayer you know prayer is a very important part of the service uh with the healing and with the evidential mediumship they all combine uh to create that magical time together so thank you christina jason i am a huge believer in we can acknowledge the pioneers and founders of our movement and the great minds of the mid-20th century but that's gone now. We need to aim big and look toward more modern movement with new pioneers. Oh, like yourself, Lawrence. Thank you, Jason. Like Veronica Jenkins, like Amory. Indeed, that's very much in my energy. You know, yes, we acknowledge the pioneers of the past, but the 
people, the pioneers today are going to be these people are going to be spoken about in 30 years. So, yeah, revere them now and support and cooperate with them. Thank you, Jason. Frederick. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with what Jason said as well. It's, it's a very well said. So, yeah. Frederick, I do apologize. I feel like I've spoken over you all night. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to do that whatsoever. Uh, and apologies if that's how it's come over. You have been an absolute star as always. I absolutely love your energy. Uh, and I'm very looking forward to actually meeting up yet again in September down here at Paul, which will be beautiful. Yeah. Um, those of you who would like to see Frederick working as a medium, he is on with the Glasgow Spiritualist mm -hmm. Centre, I believe, tomorrow evening. Glasgow Association of Spiritualists, yeah. Yeah, so switch out on Facebook and you can watch the uh, sublime mediumship of Mr. Frederick Hagland. Thank you, uh, everybody. Thank you, thank you so much for joining in with us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Thank you Jack very much for having me here. Oh, pleasure. Jack in the comments saying there, he says, I believe he could be a great ambassador. I know you already are. So how wonderful is that? Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Um, Thank you for joining us tonight. We will be having a Lyceum evening next week at 7 o'clock. The final details are yet to be arranged, but it will be on healing. So, yes, we need to bring uh, the healing back into the fore as a big part of our movement. Catch up with us online at any time and look after yourselves. Stay safe, stay sane. Thank you for joining us, whether you're watching live now or listening or watching at a later date. Absolute pleasure as always. And we wish you a very good night and a very peaceful night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thank you very much.